Our next guest, keeping an eye on the Fed's dot plot, also watching the composition of the Federal Reserve, because uh, there are some uh, open spots and maybe even more to come. Let's talk about all of this with Charlie Ripley. He's senior investment strategist at Allianz Investment Management, uh, joining us on the phone from Minneapolis. Charlie, nice to have you here this Thursday afternoon. Let's start with the dot plot. What in particular um, is important to note for you? Yeah, thanks for having me on. You know, I think uh, obviously it caught everybody a little bit off guard yesterday with, you know, the median dots for 2017 and 2018 staying the same. Um, and, you know, for us, I think what that what that does, it, it indicates that there's probably, you know, a little bit more confidence in the fact that there might be a December rate hike coming up here. But it also tells us that, you know, the Fed really seems to be uh, wanting to move forward with, um, you know, normalization of policy here. Uh, it's interesting, too, uh, uh, that they've got that confidence because the, the data hasn't been there. We heard pretty clearly from Janet Yellen yesterday that she really thinks that inflation's just right around the corner and is going to show up and that uh, that anything uh, other than that is transitory in nature, even though it seems to be part of it looks to me like part of a trend. Yeah, absolutely. It's been pretty surprising. You know, you think about the Fed last year, and they seem to be hesitant, you know, every time when it come to, came to a rate hike. You know, we finally got one in December of 2016, and now we're moving into this year where it seems like the Fed is preemptive uh, on the inflation front and trying to move ahead of it, which is a little bit different uh, of a story this time around. Do you see signs of inflation picking up? You know, obviously, the last few months we saw, you know, some weaker inflation numbers. You know, those could have been some aberrations. Um, we did finally see last week a little bit of a pickup in the CPI. So, you know, I think there is something to be said about that, and I think markets did reprice to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, here we are. We have to sit and monitor this as we go forward. Well, listen, we're monitoring it. We know the Fed is, right? They constantly or consistently say, you know, we're data dependent. And, and we'll just have to see what happens, right? We could have lots of different conversations, but ultimately time will tell, the data will tell, and that will determine uh, Fed action. Having said that, I mentioned at the introduction that one of the biggest uncertainties that you see is around the composition of the Fed. That includes the Fed chair, right? Because Janet Yellen's in her final year of her term. There's other spots at the Fed to be to be filled. What is important to note on that front? Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I think, you know, take the dots with a grain of salt, because that potentially could change significantly as composition of the Fed changes. You know, with names like Randy Quarles, Mar Marvin Goodfriend, Gary Cohen, you know, some of these guys, you know, we've heard that they might be leaning towards a little bit more of a rules-based policy. And if that's the case, you know, I would think that the dots could materially change at some point. Uh, well, and maybe they already are. I mean, our first glimpse into the, into the, in the distant future here uh, shows a, a little bit of a change, uh, as a Bloomberg headline called it, a kink mm -hmm. in, the, uh, in the dot plot plan. In fact, yeah, I think the Bloomberg headline said it was getting kinky, which was maybe a uh, stretch. That's but, just know, to make everybody kind of click on the story. I th you know what? It's, it's a Federal Reserve story. I mean, come yeah. on. I think it's fine. So when we think about, uh, you know, longer-term rates, obviously that was lowered um, in, in the, the newest dot plot. Um, maybe that's a sign um, that the Fed may be targeting in a lower um, inflation environment without explicitly saying that. So that's possibly something that we're thinking about as well. You guys are constructive on credit. What specifically? 
You know, in terms of credit, we, we do like high-quality names. You know, you think about the different pockets um, where there is weakness, specifically in the retail sector. Obviously, we saw last week how quickly things can turn, um, especially with the Toys R Us filing for bankruptcy. But, you know, in terms of credit, yeah, we're pretty constructive. We're, you know, spreads are pretty tight at this point in time. But, you know, let's be honest, um, you know, we're in unprecedented times right now. Uh, no kidding. Uh, how do you start to make decisions, financial decisions, uh, investing decisions around that, uh, and how long do you expect that to continue? You know, one of the things that we're monitoring pretty closely is this theme of uh, central bank accommodation, and it appears to us that we're getting close to the peak or we may be at the peak of central bank accommodation. Obviously, the Fed has moved uh, significantly forward with this, you know, announcing um, the balance sheet reduction yesterday, although it hasn't had much of an impact on markets yet. Um, we think other central banks are going to start to follow, and, you know, as a result, this, this could have some some impacts down the road. But it's going to be slow, right? If anything, we've learned uh, in this process, right? It was a kind of slow accumulation of the Fed balance sheet and that moved down to zero in terms of rates, right? And they're being very cautious and slow in terms of going in the other direction. And I get that. So I, we do need to keep that in mind, that whether it's the U.S. Central Bank or the European Central Bank or, you know, pick your central bank, uh, these unwinding moves um, into a more aggressive stance when it comes to interest rates, it's going to be slow. Absolutely. And we've even heard Janet Yellen allude to that when she uh, talked about it as if it was wa like watching paint dry. Um, so, you know, when, when we think about these larger themes, you know, we're liability-driven investors here. So, you know, we're looking out for, for the long term, and, and we're just watching these things unfold um, as they begin. Uh, yeah, and it's, it, well, you say as they begin, but we, we've sort of seen this coming, too. Let me ask you just finally about the messaging from the Fed. It, we've been remarking all hour and how really clear it was where that we were, you know, the Fed could have surprised us. And in prior uh, decades, we might have, this might have been much more of a surprise, but we got a real good sense of what they're doing before they did it such that it wasn't a, a shocker. Absolutely. You know, you look at past Feds, and I think the whole transparency thing is, is, has changed. And we're in an environment where, obviously, uh, the Janet Yellen Fed wants to be ultra transparent, and every move is calculated, and everything is pre-sold to the market, so we do not have a lot of disruptions. And, you know, I think that's a result of, of yesterday's announcement. You look at where rates are today, not much movement. You know, I think it's, it's a win for, for Janet Yellen and, and her Fed. Yeah, that is indeed. Charlie Ripley, thank you very much. Charlie Ripley is a senior investment strategist at Allianz. Uh, glad to have your input on what, uh, what's going on with the Fed and how to understand it and sort of contextualize over, over the past and uh, into the future. Yeah, time will tell, though. I like to say that a lot, but I really do think the Fed keeps reminding us we're data dependent. We can change things depending on what's going on in the economy. So that's maybe the only certainty we have uh, or certainty that we have out there. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets, and this is Bloomberg Radio.